de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 43. 43. Is it 43? It's 43. I thought it was 42. We just had 42. Did we? I remember because of the baseball player. I'm losing track. Oh, that's right. Um, How's everyone doing? Eh, yeah. Same. Retweet. <laughs> As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is my co-host... With the most. What kind of intro was that? <laughs> Did it sound My sad? Co-host. Did it sound sad? It, it I felt sound, happy. It, it, okay. And with me is my favorite co-host with the most, most, Rafael Tamayo. Pratt. No, don't do that. I'm going to be sad. <laughs> Pratt, a sad gun. <laughs> a sad gun. <laughs> Jesus. What is that? Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it later. Um, How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well as well. Wow. Oh, what great content we provide. <laughs> um, I'm cool working on myself, but I'm kind of tired. Tired? Yes. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Um, I need some of your feedback. Okay. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. Okay. Into how we are feeling right now. Into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes. It's time for Meme Mood. Yippee. Go, Rafi. So I feel like you or Pat would have shared this on the thread, oh. but I didn't see you all share it. I'm sorry. And so I was going to share it. I I'm didn't want you to hit me with a late pass, but I can't. I keep on watching it. Like, what it's is almost it? Like I what need is to go to it? Sleep. It helps you go to sleep? Yeah, it's, it's kind hell? of sad. But <laughs> oh, God. A sad gun? Uh-oh, what is it? Oh, baby! <gasps> I haven't seen this! A crying baby hitting a door? Yes, and so the That's... caption is, this is what you hear before the purge begins. <laughs> That's... It sounds like an alarm, like a siren. Oh, that's why. I was like, I've never seen The Purge. Um, so it's calm and peaceful and helps me go to sleep. A baby crying. That sounds like you yeah. need to have a kid. Uh, no, I meant because of the siren signaling. Hello. Like, Welcome anarchy. to Decalor's Radio. <laughs> Just kidding. Anarchy. Okay. Woo. Um, anarchy. Um, I, my, my meme is a lot. Mime? <laughs> oh, I know a mime. His name is Bruno. <laughs> And Louis, my meme is this video I saw this morning and it made my life. And the caption says, hola, soy Dora. And it's a video and it zooms in on somebody like asking to play the Dora song. And then they zoom out and it's a boy dressed up as Dora getting lit in the mirror. And I think it's so fun. And I feel this video. And then the He's cute, too. the creator was a Valentin Vision. And then they replied to me and i love them look they're still grooving they have the whole <laughs> costume the backpack and i don't know i was just feeling that yeah. that was my me mood That's for cool. the beginning of the week valentine um, looked lit very lit indeed those are our meme moods for today and we've wrapped up latinx heritage month 
That's what we were calling it. Most people know it as Hispanic Heritage Month. And I saw a lot of interesting discourse this time around, I feel like. Did you? Please share. I don't know if you saw any. You didn't see any articles? Like, I saw a lot of articles about the term Latinx. I saw a lot of articles about the term Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Not a lot. It's like one, right? And it's like, whoa, we did it, y'all. But um, I don't know. I thought that was really interesting because I feel like, are we celebrating it or are we just calling it this because that was like government's form of reparations for us there's more conversation about it right um and obviously nowhere where we need to be in my opinion because i feel like we can't even get to the point where we're discussing why why the way we talk about things is important Mm -hmm. so until we get to the point where we're as a community open-minded enough to realize that yes we can have this conversation and not necessarily be offended because it's not personal it's more of like an, an an open inclusive way to look at our community where we're in charge um if we can't get to that point right how how are we really going to get to where we're celebrating you know how much how much community we we have in between you know Mm -hmm. being mexican or or, you know latinx or you know from from any whatever those norms right yeah um yeah so there's definitely a lot of interesting conversation to have and we're still gonna probably bring in a couple more guests to kind of wrap up that um but we hosted latino pride which was amazing um and we're actually involved with some other stuff that's coming up but how did how did you feel about all of that all of latino pride we'll get into it more later i guess okay should we wait it's, you're the boss, Eva. I'm Arreguin. the boss. Oh my god. Wow. Oh my god, thanks. Oh my god, thanks. So. Um, last episode, we brought in <clears throat> Christian Hernandez, who was a local organizer, which was really cool. Got to hear more of her backstory and how she got in the game called organizing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I will talk about that a little bit more on the juice because I think it's a really great example of a couple things regarding like not going or finishing college mm-hmm. and then also just getting involved in a movement without just voting because that's what all the emphasis is right now, especially here in Texas. And I think her story is a great example of that. It takes all that and more. Um, uh, thank you also for the amazing feedback I received. Um, I guess in my, I don't want to call it a rant cause that has negative connotations. But, like, that was the first time I had several people from everywhere reach out to me. Not the first time, but, like, one of the most frequent. Um, And so it was very telling that my moment of passion. That sounds serious. What are you talking about? In the last episode, when I went off on Kavanaugh, everybody kept saying, whoa, that part really resonated with me. Or where were we the other day, Pat? And somebody was like, oh, my God. And I was like... Yes, with Shanice from Electric Kitchen. Um, Shout out to them. But I was just like, you know, I'd say what I feel. And that's pretty much what this whole podcast is about. Um, So I don't know. I really appreciated the feedback and I hope to keep doing that. Um, But we have some very brief but special guests in the house with us today. A couple of coworkers of mine. So we will talk to them a little bit later. But we wanted to highlight some amazing people and uh, my coworker had the opportunity to be a mentor to a mentee from Panama and she has an amazing um, org of her own so she was able to shadow someone from my org and 
kind of they get to work together on a project in the future but she was able to follow and shadow within my company and see how things are done um so we wanted to talk to her because she's from panama and in texas we're all mexican basically or that's the narrative we hear the most of and so i was like i want to talk to you so we'll talk to betsy and even maybe sergio a little bit later but now we don't want to go too long on this episode because we always make them too long Thank you. Just go ahead. Um, so let's jump into the juice. El juguito. Thank you. The jugo. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right. This is El Juguito, where we talk about the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, and more. Um, I'll just start right off the bat by saying we're not going to get into Kanye and Trump because they are animals no that's an offense to animals they are they don't deserve any more of our attention and i'm exhausted of them and sad a little bit still but fuck them um sorry kids and we're gonna move on to the next topic is that cool cool what's our next topic um trump again uh no not really it's not directly affect i mean it is obviously but I thought this was funny. I didn't look into it too much, but I don't know if you heard about this. Apparently, T.I. dropped like a little preview snippet of a video. Did you watch it? I just saw an image of what appeared to be a stripper on the desk, and <laughs> it resembled the first Melania. lady. Yeah. So Ooh, I think that's the first time I've ever referred to her as first lady. I know. Are you okay? I'm worried. I got to take a break. Can we pause recording? Pause gotta- the Jugo. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> I make you sick right after you get a break. Um so basically from what i read briefly they're upset because ti made a statement that was like 45 i'm not kanye and i was like "Ooh, that's the most fire bar you dropped in years just kidding (laughs) people probably really like ti i'm so sorry um power to him i like ti in 2004 let's be honest (laughs) am i wrong is he still like spitting fire I guess not. Okay. See, I keep it real. I don't, whatever. Anyways, so this little snippet video has Trump like going onto an elevator. I mean, shit, a helicopter. Wow. And then him and a Melania lookalike are in his office, like about to get freaky, seemingly. And then they go around the White House, like, what's the word? Not graffitiing, but like, what's the proper terminology for messing a place up? vandalizing yes that one um that's what it appears they're doing and it's like then her team not really his so much but her team was like this is so inappropriate and disgusting we should boycott ti so now they're trying to boycott ti her her team yes come on melania's You you don't really care do you they hashtagged it they were like boycott ti so that's a thing right now. Like Texas Instruments? Yes. Like, can you believe we all need calculators to do math? Bruh, those are expensive. Are they still like $80,000? No, nah, but shout out to my homeboy who had found like 15 of them when I was in high school. Hooked me up with one. Thanks wow. He didn't sell them? I would have resold them he for did, money. He not to me. Oh, that's a good friend. Yeah. Shout out. I never did find out how he got those. Anyway. Anyway, on. don't ask Booker D. Washington. Hey, whoa. Ooh. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> How They're missing you? 15 uh, calculators in 2000 and I don't know what year. Um, wow, you're so young. Okay, sorry. Woo, why do we have a drink so early? Um, basically, <laughs> it's comedy. <laughs> so I usually start with the bad stuff first, but that's not bad. I should have lowered it a little bit more, um, but it's fine. 
I thought it was kind of funny. Cute little bit. And I also feel like white people don't know how boycotting works. Like at all. Like they boycott Nikes by putting tape over it. They just boycott things because (laughs) they think it's in now when it's like it's not an in thing. It's literally life for people because y'all take away their existence. But whatever. Um, I don't know if that's just how I feel or if that's how other people see it too. Speaking of white people that should stop doing things, Elizabeth Warren... Um, decided to take a DNA test, which all those make me feel weird. The 23andMe and all those things. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel comfortable with them in general. But I understand people want to know their roots and claim like, I'm 6% African. Like, yeah. okay, stop. What's her name? Um, girl that was like, found out she was black and then used it. To who was it? A lot of people have done that. Yeah, but that, that young girl that like, she went viral after it and now she's a big deal. Shut she was up, like, I don't know who that is. She's like the, ah, what's it called? I don't know. She's like braided up and oh. has a great. You know oh, little yeah. what's her name? The one uh, that was fighting with bad baby yes, Barbie. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her name. She's she is ultimate mess. Yeah, though. I took a I took a DNA test, found out I was Ew, black. Is that what she did? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why she Wow. Like, after that she was Jesus. Anyways, so this is a lot of really interesting. I don't I, I don't have that much to say, but it's very telling itself. Because obviously Trump is problematic in his reaction and has been with her for a long time um, and calling her what's considered a slur like Pocahontas and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But even her doing this is very telling. And I read an article that was not an article. I guess it was like an open letter from an indigenous like executive board Mm -hmm. um, that was basically saying, but when the Cherokee Nation reached out to you to talk, you ignored them. So it's like you can't be claiming this just because you got this percent on your test and basically saying those tests are also done and created by eurocentric backgrounds Mm -hmm. and there's actual indigenous you know what's the word like not cycles but like processes that you aren't involved with so you can't just claim this right um so i was glad to see they kind of went off on her this is to me very telling of modern society i wasn't sure what <clears throat> what that was going to accomplish on her part. Because I think she just wants that proximity, just like people want the proximity to well, blackness no. because it's cool or whatever. No, but uh, 45 had said, you know, if you're able to prove that. And you're that's whatever. why she did it. Well, he said, if you're able to prove it, I'm willing to give a million dollars of my own money. to Oh, my any, God. That is such a joke. Right. To any nonprofit that you that. choose. And then so she did it. And then I guess they asked him for a response. And he was like, no. I'm not doing it. Of course. But that's like how they treat it is like so beyond belief. And then I saw like another thing with Lindsey Graham saying like, oh, I don't want to do this because I might come out Iranian. And they all laughed. Like all the Fox News people talking to him laughed. And I was like, y'all are scum of the earth, like literal scum. Like, how do y'all say you care about human lives? And this is how y'all talk on the regular, unless it's for like rich white people like y'all. I don't know. It's mind blowing. But like, I don't know. Elizabeth Warren, like, oh, girl, I had like an ounce of hope for you back in the day. And now I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. Um, but it's very telling, very telling of where uh, the white liberal is. Um, so here we are, America. Woohoo. Yay. Yay. And then this story is actually really sad and frustrating. And um, I mostly wanted to drop this information because I didn't hear enough about it. Had you heard about it? Not enough. Not, but you had seen something about yeah, Crystal no. Mason? Yes. Um, so I had heard about it a few weeks back and then 
I believe recently or today was the day she actually started serving the sentence. Um, so she was convicted in state court um, in March for illegal voting. Um, and she was given 10 months in federal prison for voting. The backstory, however, is that I believe she served a little bit before. Mm-hmm. And then she didn't realize that she didn't have the right any longer. Right. Basically, which is what we've talked about a little bit prior where it was like when you're in prison, you lose all humanity like in general and you have like no rights when you come back. Um, So this story was really, I guess, just depressing because she just was trying to practice her right. She wasn't doing it in a malicious way. She wasn't doing it like trump supporters voting multiple times like it was none of that it was right. literally like her trying to practice her right um and so now she you know because she had this record and she was trying to practice her right now she's going back um when people who do horrible 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 things barely even get three months um so i just wanted and and look this story up it's real there's more information out there and i really just besides the obvious horrible side of this i wanted to use this to remind y'all of how much a vote is worth because i'm not that person that's like go vote we'll change the world that way like nah it takes a lot more than that but at minimum that's what it costs like i mean people people died for, for for that right you know yeah absolutely go watch selma for poop's sake if you really don't understand um but i think we get so comfortable and the system works in that way right to make us comfortable and make us think that everything's our own fault and the system you know our vote doesn't mean anything and yes we've known the electoral college is outdated for years and years but like do this thing while it works this way until we can get it fixed for shit's sake because people like crystal mason won't be able to go home to their kids for however long because of this bullshit so um that is that story and i think that is all the really harsh news that i have so now we can move to the much lighter news um in dallas fort worth news lots of news words rafa did you have an experience with this next topic? Yes, Please I tell was, me. I thought I, about you, but I didn't say anything. I'm glad you did not. Oh, you weren't doing so well? I wasn't. I was okay. falling apart. I thought the apocalypse was here. It was here. I was ready to like start farming, move <laughs> out west or move somewhere Get some where the soil is good. Bruh. Um, yeah, so luckily I have a friend who is an AT&T tech. Shout out. I'm not going to put you on blast because then everyone's going to hit him up. I think I know who you are. Shout out. (laughs) But so I sent him a a little video and I was like, yo, what's going on? What do I need to do? What was it? Like you just woke up regular day, turn on your TV? No. What was it? I I was actually at home. uh, What was I doing? Home stuff. No, I was getting ready to to come in. And then I usually... Turn it on, um, either Sports Center or Friends, whatever's on. Wow, the Caucasity. <laughs> Friends was funny. Okay, it still is. Go funny. on, go on. Um, and it was like Uverse will be, and I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. So you know when you're mad and 
Like the bill ain't due, but you paid last month and you're like, I wish, ooh. Anyway, I was like, wait, ho hold up. And so I looked at my phone and my phone said that I was connected. So I tried to browse the web <laughs> and it, it said, Safari cannot display the webpage. It's like, oh, hell no. So then I go to like my, my laptop, doesn't work. So I'm like, okay. Oh, I tried you were out both. I tried rebooting it. The U-verse, the cable runs yes, on the internet. right. And so I tried to reboot it and it didn't work. And so that's when I uh, reached out to my friend <laughs> and I said, yo, my, the, the gateway has a blinking red light. And he starts laughing and he's like, go read a book. And, and that his, means it's gone. Right. And so that response was like, damn, this is something that I cannot fix. <laughs> and so, and so then like one of, one of our other friends is like, yo, I'm having the same problem. And then another one was like, yo, me too. And he's like, yeah, they're calling all the techs in Dallas back to the headquarters because nobody can fix it. And they're scared that people are going to do something to the techs because <gasps> their internet is out. Oh, my and God. And so apparently, like, he was like, yeah, um, lightning struck the yes. the Richardson uh Is that the base? Because that impacted every like my sister in waxahachie right so it, it impacted a huge number of people not everybody but a large uh, uh it was a, a lot number. of uverse users right and, and so at, at work i didn't have email like everybody was impacted by this stupid yeah. little outage and texas don't barely know how to handle the cold <gasps> we don't know how to handle the rain and then this outage so there was floods <sighs> There was blinking red traffic lights this everywhere. This is the apocalypse. There was no internet. Dallas was not a place you wanted to be. No, not on, uh, what day was it? No, October not November. 15th. October 15th. It was yeah. a rough day. And and then I was like, I started hyperventilating because somebody <laughs> had posted that it was going to be 24 to 48 hours before services were restored. I thought you were going to say a week. No, and I was like, I was just breathing. With I was like, man, I'm going to. I can't I function. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. We were at work and everybody was texting me like, why aren't we getting emails? Like the people that work off site. And he was, uh, Sergio, my coworker was off site and my email was not working. I was in the office. And yeah. so I had internet, but my email wasn't working. Yeah. And so then I started hearing all the thing and my mom called me and she's like, oh, it's working. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, AT&T, it's not working. That's probably why you're not getting your emails. And then I left work. This is going to sound... Oh, I shouldn't say where I was trying to go, actually, because... Where? Where you I'm not going to say it because I Whole need foods? to keep my job. No. Oh. That was later. Um, But I went somewhere Ball and I, I stopped. I got Sergio's discount. Thank you. I <laughs> went somewhere and they were like, sorry, it's cash only. And I was like, what? I don't have cash. And then I went to another place and they were like, it's cash only. And so I was like, yo, this is really the apocalypse yeah. because I didn't even... I had $10 and I was like trying to buy things. <laughs> And I was like, this is the end. We don't know how to function. Sure, the Whole library. Foods. Thank you, Pat. Good library plug. It's all crowded in there. Everybody was in there. I saw somebody post it a got video. Tased. You got tased? You could have got tased had you gone. Why? <gasps> Pat, now I'm sad. Oh, people got tased. Kidding. That's a sad story, actually. Um, things that I've uh, now I feel bad. Sorry. Um, it's fine. Uh, anyways, shout out to anybody affected by the power outage. I love how dependent we are on technology, and um, if we don't have it for real one day, we're all gonna literally go mad. Um, I can't wait for that day. Are you sure? I can wait. Like I'm I, good. I cannot wait. You would die if you were hyperventilating for 24 hours. Right. People were posting memes of Little House on the Prairie, bruh, because right. that's how. 
they felt. Right. I mean, I'd re like I'd realign DJ myself. DJ Storm I'd was get, like, "Oh no, I had to go to the Red Box because I had nothing I didn't know to they watch." They still had Red Box. <laughs> yeah, I, I would that just was have funny. to. I need time to like adapt, right? So like, I'd go from super like progressive 2018 mode to like a book of Eli mode or Stop. something. I still haven't seen like, the movie. But need to watch it. I already know what happens. Watch it. Don't see it. All right. Well, anyways, um, that was the cool power outage. As I said earlier, we also went from literally like <clears throat> 85 degrees to 40. Right. Um, in case you don't believe in climate change. I don't know. That happens so often here. Like Texas is living proof. What? Of climate change. What did you say? What or wet? What? <laughs> oh, I was like, are you okay? What happened? Jesus. Ooh. Um, were you wondering about something? <laughs> no. I, oh. <laughs> I just wanted you to elaborate on climate change. Who is climate change? Who is that? Um, who is he? Um, I feel like all our listeners know what climate change is. We just need to work on it better. I saw an article saying basically that we're going to possibly not exist in the next 40 years because of how terrible we're doing at taking care of the planet. So I didn't want to get into this because... Um, I didn't want to have too many topics, like harsh Lips. topics, but here we are. Take us to Mars. Ooh, no, we don't need to colonize any other planets. Um, so <laughs> now I, I heard about this. I didn't read up on it and I should have done that. But basically I heard that Google, Apple and IBM dropped their college requirement. And I think that's cool because college degrees don't really mean that much. I mean, they do, but they don't. And if you're a genius, you're going to be a genius with or without that degree. Am I wrong? True. Right? And like Steve Jobs and all them dropped out. Anyways, <laughs> shout out to those big companies for doing that. More big companies should follow. Because even when you have a college degree, they're still like, you need 25 years of experience. I'm like, I've been alive less than that. What do you want from me? Um, they years. say that. They're like, five years experience. And I'm like, okay. You even need 25 though, years of experience for this teen outreach program. Yes, literally. <laughs> and then my favorite memes are the ones that are like, when a baby boomer asks you how to open a PDF oh, and they're yeah. getting paid like 20,000 more Behind dollars than you baby boomer, millionaire baby boomer is a yes like a millennial, millennial teaching you how to open a pdf yeah. um happened to me last week but i'm not gonna say anything more than that um i just wanted to touch on brother nature because i feel like everybody knows who he is if you're on twitter.com he is a cute little i believe he's dominican um i could be wrong forgive me if i'm wrong he basically started by feeding a deer. No, there was another one before that. It was like Canelita, Canela. Canela was the main homegirl. A doe. A doe, a deer. Okay, I'm so sorry, y'all. Um, there's so many. So he started by feeding these does in his hood. And then now he's grown into this like full adult man that's handsome and likes all the animals and people are like flying him out to play with their animals wow okay that's fine um i don't know i just feel very proud of him and it's funny because i see all these people from twitter like jabuki shout out um that are like literally just thriving off of twitter.com like they got full-blown money and careers from just being themselves. And I think that's so cute and beautiful. But Rafa, what do you feel or know about Brother Nature? He had funny videos. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, he's like 
the hood version of um the crocodile hunter yeah. or something like that yeah i agree and everybody's like he needs to get a tv show he does. so we are officially campaigning that. for brother nature 2020 to have a tv show and it should be narrated by uncle snoop no it should be narrated by Jesus and miro because they are oh, hilarious yeah, at right. narrating you're animals right. and yeah. i actually have that in my drafts on twitter.com because i need them to have a commentary when is aren't they show. supposed to have a show soon Late this year is when it's... Well, they're in production right now. So I don't know if it's going to be 2019. It might be 2019. I think it is 2019, actually. Okay. Um, Anyways, shout out to Brother Nature. Keep thriving. Keep having the beautiful animal connection you have. And I hope to see you on a show one day. I also didn't write this in our list, but I wanted to talk to you briefly about it because we had a whole episode about it. And that was the... um, drake on the shop kind of giving oh. his perspective yes so what did you think i literally was in the club and i was like did you watch it <laughs> and i was like yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i watched it i watched it um <laughs> it just like solidified my fuck kanye position and mm. those are strong words they are um i said I, it earlier this episode though so i guess yeah. it's fine but i remember we were making a joke and i thought i had crossed the line when i said yes. somebody wired kanye's mouth shut again Yikes. and then someone like had pretended to make a hat in the in the maga style <gasps> yeah and so i i i'm just I'm, I'm tired of hearing that and and being exposed to that and so um i understand like you know creative direction and you exploring but when you're on a platform like that and and you don't really think about what you're saying Mm -hmm. like you really need to reevaluate your position as someone who claims to be a pioneer or a whatever i one of my friends on facebook had said all these people are hating on kanye but they're saying that he's speaking out of turn or he doesn't know what he's talking about but you can't name one thing that he's speaking like that, that where he's wrong and i was like bro there are huh? so many things Who it's said like that? I'll, I'll show you later i don't want to put this like person on blast idiot. yeah i was like bro if you do enough <laughs> research you'd realize dumb. like that's all he's been doing he's talking about you know these black families on welfare and how all these things but it's like when you really look at those numbers you'd understand he's doing the same thing trump is doing which right. is literally just stating whatever comes out of their asshole and yeah. then they decide that's fact because they said it because they're people with power and so it made me upset because they're right now it's and and, and i will say that it's really easy to hate kanye right now but it's he's making it that easy right but that doesn't mean that because so many people are finding it very easy to dislike someone like him doesn't mean that you need to take the opposite side and say well maybe he does have a point it's like no don't god yeah don't say something just because it's against what you feel most of your friends are saying right like really do the research and find out and so um the the shop like the the yeah because less of kanye um, and more of drake on that discussion to me like, what did you think of what Drake actually right. said? And so Drake saying the things that he said, for one, like coming clean about some of those things, like I understand is a big deal. When you're an icon like that, it's really difficult to share like a lot of what your personal life and mm-hmm. what's going on. And it still felt off to me. It was off. But granted, he's also on a platform. He's on a right. sh- on a LeBron James show for on sure. HBO. So, of course, you're going to have to present this persona. I still like... 
and because he was even talking about like hip hop purists and this and that. And so I was just fascinated because I'm like, I see your point now, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know. I've always just felt like, or I guess thought lesser of him because we did find out the ghostwriter thing. And anytime he's put on blast, he kind of reacts the same way, which is just retreating game. I never took, I never took Drake serious as an MC because I know he's not an MC. Right. But the way money works. Right. And and none of that mattered to me. So (laughs) you, but to other people. Exactly. But my take on it is understanding what Drake is and him as a rapper and as an entertainer, I grew to like his position as that, like as, an entertainer yeah and so hearing from him and him understanding that he's and he'll he'll say it he doesn't deny these things and he right. knows that creating music is is it's you know it's a collective effort mm-hmm. and I, so, I did appreciate <clears throat> that perspective he gave some of it i was still like i still feel like it's i don't know i'm all about keeping your personal life personal but it's just like because he shares so much of himself all the time and it's rap when it's a, when it's concerning rap of course it's going to get personal right and that's the thing that i'm like you saw that coming or still even seeing that picture and him defending that photo was like weird like the one with blackface and all that like all of that still like definitely it was nice to hear your cute little perspective your little scorpio but (laughs) it's still like part of it was like okay like i see where you're coming from there's some validity to that for sure and it's your life not mine whatever we just care because y'all are celebrities and we feel like we can say whatever we want about y'all but it was still like something's still (laughs) off for me with that whole situation I, I don't have anybody that's whether they're an icon or not i don't have anybody that i agree a hundred percent with what they are or what they represent right outside of my immediate family it's and even then it's really hard to agree with some of the things that my immediate family might do uh-huh. but regardless of where what stature they have or you know who they are as as a celebrity as a as a musician as a rapper or whatever i will never have anybody that i agree a hundred percent with but i will say that just like I never respected Drake as like a a, a real MC. pure MC, I never respected Kanye that way either. Right. And it's nice to see that in between these two, Drake is at least smart enough to tackle whatever issues are laid out in front of him in a way that intelligent people can understand and argue right. for. Or at least like in a human connection level. Right. Rather than going on TV or TMZ and comparing TMZ to Smack DVD, a big no-no, but then saying things like you don't really know what you're talking yeah. about just makes you look like right. more of an idiot. I think it's a big, and for me personally, I don't know about for you, but it's been a big time with all this stuff that's been happening the last few years here and just like all these people being outed. It's a huge reflection of our relationship with fame and with celebrity and with icon and with like, I guess this sort of escapism that we see them as saviors or, or, you know, these predominantly huge figures that we're, we think we have to agree with everything and we have to follow their model and we have to buy their shoes and we have to get this and that um, just because they say it is what is great, which is like, no, like step back, reflect on yourself, do your own thing, cheer yourself on, cheer your homeboys on, make them better. You know that whatever, but like, instead of just raising up these people, who are very human and very flawed, whether they can admit it or not. Um, so, ew, I just like swallowed on the mic. Did y'all hear that? I'm so sorry. Wow. Okay. Um, we're going to wrap up with one more topic. And that is, give it, I'm going to give it to you, Rafa, actually. Go. One of our guests, Giovanni Valderas, is officially running for Dallas City Council. Woo! 
That's cool. Yeah. I'm excited. It's an exciting time. It is. I think it was really cool to see like the reactions like on Facebook. You know, most of <clears> the <throat> crowd is still on Facebook, even though I'm on Twitter.com. But it's fine. Um, Twitter.com. Um, I don't know. Everybody seems so excited. And it's really nice to see people that feel like they're finally getting someone represented from the community or somebody from the community to represent them. And I think that's something really beautiful that Giovanni provides and a lot more really because he kind of has his foot in all the doors it feels like Mm -hmm. um so he really i think is perfect for this position i don't endorse mother pluckers on this show y'all know this but somebody i will happily say is right for district one is giovanni (laughs) valdera so i'm very excited to see he's doing that um and if you don't remember he did the casita triste which is the piñata houses um really great mexican guatemalan artist um and citizen of oak cliff texas y'all do you have anything else to say no i mean he he was on the cultural affairs commission he uh, worked with the oak cliff cultural center a lot he's also fostered some relationships that we were you know gracious enough to to be a part of uh connected us with a lot of artists out of houston texas uh he's done a lot and so it's you know, a, a Dallas-based artist out there understanding that, you know, his his work is important beyond his practice. So he's uh, he's out there doing work. Yay. Um, yeah, I really enjoy Giovanni. He's fun. Uh, I could say a lot more, but he might need to pay me for that nowadays. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so to wrap up the juice, I wanted to remind everyone to vote and to give you the key date key dates for um the election we've been trying to kind of talk about it a little bit each episode um as of late again you just heard this episode how important voting is and i don't know if i want to believe we can make history in texas but you know them old people come through from the cracks ready to vote out of nowhere um not really out of nowhere they're there but i think it's still important that we practice it so uh, your important dates are, it actually begins Monday, October 22nd. That is the first day of early voting. I recommend you do that because you can do that anywhere. And if you're like me, I recently moved, so I don't want to worry about um, which address or whatever counts for my area. But I can do that, I believe, anywhere during early voting. Correct me if I'm wrong, anybody. Um, I believe that is fact during early voting only. So do that um, during that time, honestly, because on November 6th, like we've also discussed, it's not like it's it should be a national holiday. So everybody can actually go practice their right and not feel like they have to go um, like miss work or not get paid to to go vote. Um, But then early voting closes on November 2nd. And that's by personal appearance. Um, If you are mailing in a ballot, that's friday october 26th so that's only that's coming up really soon my friend is on australia and she literally already sent hers in so if she can do it you can get your butt up and go vote somewhere if you need a ride i will be that girl and be like call me because it's not that hard to just pick people up and go vote um so yes and then the actual voting day is november 6th so just a reminder to not vote for Ted Cruz because he's a monster and he's the Zodiac killer. Okay. Thanks. 
Um, any other updates, everyone? Okay. Pat uh, over here raising her hand. I thought you were going to say something. What you got, Pat? <laughs> All right. So go do your early voting October 22nd through November 2nd and or on November 6th, folks. Let's try to let's try to do a little something. This is a really important election, though. So, like, please do that. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Ready, Betsy Betts? Dang, booty call. Oh, big old smile. Oh, big old toothy <laughs> smile with the hedgehog booty. She does have a hedgehog booty. See? I knew she would agree. Now Sergio's interested. Can you imagine Sergio and Richard together? I would want to bang my head against the wall. So does Richard. Hello. All right. Ready? All right. So like I briefly said earlier, we can't do a full blown interview, but we wanted to get Betsy in here for a little bit. So she is Sergio. Do you want to come say hi? Sergio is my coworker. He's on my team. He's a beautiful Hello. friend and just person. So y'all can both kind of share it if We're you want. Sharing the mic. Yes. I do have to shout out to my friend Mario in San Diego. Oh, yay. Shout He's out Mario. He's a big Nickelodeon fan. So I just is he? Say, yeah, Shut up. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, so I met him at the... Um, Nalak Leadership Institute this past Shout out Nalak in San Antonio. So Sergio is my coworker and he had Betsy as his mentee and she's from Panama. And I was like, ooh, let's bring her on mm -hmm. for a few minutes and hear her story. So this is Betsy Arosemena. I yes. messed it up. No, that's okay, fine. Okay, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> um, thank you for coming by. I hope you've enjoyed me. Dallas, Texas. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm from Panama, as you said. Uh, I live in the city. Uh, the country is very small. Mm -hmm. We are only like 4 million people. So oh, wow. Yeah. It's very, I didn't realize it was small. that small. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. And I came here as an exchange for uh, entrepreneurs uh -huh. that was sponsored by the U.S. government. So wow, that's they really did nice. something nice. nice they yeah. brought 250 people from all over the continent. Uh-huh to share with companies that were related to what they have at home. Mm -hmm. So I'm here with only 10 of them because we're all over the nation. The, the nation, yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've been learning a lot from Sergio. I hate mm -hmm. saying Sergio because for you me it's like Sergio. 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 I call you Sergio, no? Yeah, you do. <laughs> Mira. When we have our little Latino corner there. Yeah, we do. We have a Latino <laughs> corner at work. Um, so then you have been shadowing Sir sergio god <laughs> i said it um but really i just want to know what are your thoughts because you'd been you'd been in the united states before you were in iowa yes <laughs> she was an old bunk at iowa, iowa. <laughs> yeah. shout I out to our listeners in year. iowa no just kidding <laughs> but what do you what are your thoughts because i love hearing your perspective and i'm not just trying to use you as like this model where we just make you spit whatever but you you're a brilliant woman and and thank you person but at the same time i'm like okay your perspective or even hearing how you bring up like oh i saw this on this movie or this on this movie and i'm like that's so fascinating because so much of the world knows us based on hollywood basically mm -hmm. um so yeah. yeah well i lived before in iowa so that was a very interesting experience um <laughs> i mean when you see it on tv you think the, the people probably are going to be mean to you, especially because mm. I look very Latina. Mm. To my surprise, everybody thought I was Asian. 
Interesting. So that was funny. But um, people were actually really nice. Yeah. At least to my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they were, were very uh, welcoming in Iowa and Dallas. To be honest, they were very nice and they were always asking questions because they don't often get to meet somebody from my country. Mm-hmm. So they were always like, how is it there? And, you know, you always get the random question like, do you have video games? or Really? Bruh. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, you have to learn like to take it in and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is probably the only interaction they're going to have to somebody with somebody like me. So I just breathe mm-hmm. and tell them to google no i'm kidding ah, that's <laughs> no i, I just tell them like oh yeah and we show them pictures and they get really surprised because i mean panama took a lot from when united states was i, w- I don't want to say invading panama you can say invading <laughs> <laughs> they were doing that yeah they do well, that a lot yeah they were f- there for a long time so mm-hmm. we use the u.s dollars and we have a lot of uh similar you know restaurants pretty mm, much everything you guys have use here the u.s dollar yeah that's fascinating yeah we do have a lot of the things you guys have here so like food wise i only probably don't get like the specific things like we were talking about corn corny dogs mm-hmm. corny dogs yeah she I went was... to the state fair and had a fletcher's corny dog for the first time yes <laughs> what was the other thing we were talking about kfc KFC, yeah, but that's that big one? in Panama. Uh, no, no, D- we were talking just earlier, but I forgot already. Oh, I was like, man, I've I never tried remember. that, but I forgot. Not already. elote. We talked about elote. Well, elote is Mexican, but I haven't right. tried that one. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> um, but I guess I've really enjoyed hearing like your perspective on how the government is over there and like the resources and how the reality of the state of Panama, it, not the state, but I mean like how it is. Um, yeah. in panama well um as every country in latin america it's very corrupted mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of corruption in panama we recently made headlines over the world because of the panama papers oh that's right <laughs> a few years ago right? so oh, yeah. pretty yeah. much anyone who wanted to hide their assets from their government yeah. they will either like send their lawyers to panama or have somebody contact some uh, a law firm in panama Mm -hmm. and they will make sure to hide their money so that they wouldn't have to pay taxes and then it all came to light and it was like the huge like the biggest leak even like bigger than wikileaks so that was very interesting i do remember that i do remember that that. Yeah, yeah it was huge and then what about your experience growing up there and leading you to where you are now because you have a great story. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I was talking to Eva before, telling her about like um, how my mom was actually a teenage mom in Central mm-hmm. America. So if right now it's kind of taboo, imagine like almost 30 years in Central America. So that mm-hmm. was a huge thing for her. It was really hard. Right. And... Like, I was raised by my grandmother. If any of you are Latinos, you can identify. Like, Mm -hmm. your grandma kind of takes over your Mm -hmm. life. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I was raised by basically my two grandmothers. Mm -hmm. And I studied in public education. You you don't learn English in public education in Panama. It's just like the verb to be from first grade until senior year. Over and over. You are. We are. (laughs) Mm -hmm. all of that over and over um the reason i learned english is because i like to listen to music in english and i was Mm -hmm. always like watching tv shows so i got enough english so that i could actually earn a scholarship to study in iowa Mm -hmm. and that's where i could like now i feel more comfortable speaking like i could always understand it but then now i can 
speak. Really speak I it. hope hopefully it's understandable. You're so understandable. I think you're not giving yourself enough credit because I don't. There's never been a time where I'm like, I don't know what she said. Like, <laughs> it's very, very beyond understandable, and it's really, really um, amazing. But if you want to talk to us in, in Spanish, you can do that too. Uh, she puts our your Spanish, and then mine and Sergio's is all embarrassing. <laughs> it's like it just digresses slowly, but we like get the work done that we have it's to do funny. yeah you guys get it done you're really good you know uh, when i was living in iowa it's really funny a girl came to me and she goes i know spanish and she goes uh-oh uh yo tengo un perro muy caliente en mis pantalones oh. <laughs> goals ah. and i was like yes <laughs> That's so funny. Jesus, that is an embarrassment. Yikes. <laughs> Why are Americans like this? Um, does anybody else have any questions? I can keep going. I'm just well, trying to. I just to... want to like, highlight that Betsy, you know, she has her own um, marketing firm in Panama she alongside. Does. So I think that's like an amazing accomplishment for somebody so young, um, especially for a Latina, a uh, female there in panama to be able to have that own business well yeah it's not um common actually not only because of my age but because of my background mm -hmm. like i was in public school and all of that um it's been really hard but i felt like it was something that i had to do mm -hmm. a lot of businesses don't respect the um, their employees rights right. and i just got to a point where i was like i don't think i can keep doing this for some other people mm -hmm. if i'm going to work this hard maybe i can just work on something really hard for myself mm -hmm. and i can grow my own business and i can so i decided to take that opportunity and i called some friends and then we got together and we decided to launch dandelion media Ooh, <laughs> cute. that's really cool that's amazing it is she's yeah. literally yeah. so amazing <laughs> you're over here being humble she's so humble <laughs> beyond like even when i said tell me about you she's like oh and I'm like, girl, <laughs> no, she's amazing. And she, even in our like meetings at work, she has great idea. She has great <laughs> feedback. Like I'm going to cry. Yeah. Like I couldn't be <laughs> happier with my, um, with being paired with Betsy because, you know, I, I'm always asking her opinions and like, I need them. Mm -hmm. And it's been a great opportunity not to only to have her here, but to learn from her as well and get her perspective in that process. Cause, for sure. um, she's been essential for the past, uh, three, four weeks that she's been here. I honestly loved my host. Oh, not Aww. only because he's here, but uh, <laughs> but also the team we have. It's just like Eva, Sergio, and Christina. Well, mm -hmm. we have like, um, I don't know, it's just very nice and welcoming and people get each other. There is not like drama. <laughs> it's Ooh, just, it's just really good. And I really enjoy that. And also Aww. working with Latinos, like, in the, like that's amazing for me mm -hmm. so i just really enjoy that yeah you guys made me feel good and at home <laughs> you're not supposed to be bragging about us right now but thank you that's really cool though because like i think a lot of the times um i guess not that we're automated but we as individuals i guess we kind of get into the workflow of what we have and so if mm -hmm. we establish an operation we go through it and we we know what we're good at so we play to our strengths right. so we don't necessarily take the time to really you know work with an outside perspective mm -hmm. or sure. really consider that and so when that that element comes into play and then you're like oh wow like this is incredible and you really get to appreciate mm -hmm. that that just goes to show and it serves as a testament to like 
how we can all kind of come together and really right. move forward. If we want to, because yeah. I think a lot of yeah. people are afraid of that. But even just getting to hear her perspective and like, obviously I know about Panama, but we don't, we really <clears throat> truly know so much of the Mexican narrative here in Texas. Right. Mm-hmm. Latinidad is that we're not always fully aware of. Exactly. Right, for sure. And so that's where I was like, tell me everything. Cause I, I want to know more. And, and it was really even fascinating to hear your like real, relation with whiteness because we talk about whiteness like constantly on this show <laughs> um because i <laughs> drag me um, no but really it's it's because it's vital to our existence right if we're talking about these systems whether mm-hmm. it be in panama or texas or whatever place you're in the world this mm-hmm. this structure this hierarchy um of of you know, the black is the lowest and white is the highest and this and that and all the in between. Um, and how it reflects every aspect of our life is necessary to discuss, especially as Latino people. And I know we've talked about like, um, Afro Latinidad a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so do you want to talk about that a little bit more? Because I feel like Panama has such a strong background in that. Um, so yeah, feel free to go from there well because of the canal you know um united states bought the rights from the french mm-hmm. and so they brought a bunch of chinese people to build it but they were they couldn't resist the do you know, temperature the everything was awful so they had to bring people from africa mm-hmm. and a bunch of them died but the ones who made it through they established their families and so we have a huge black community in panama mm-hmm. um but also we have then a huge Chinese community in Panama too. Mm -hmm. And now like Panama is a place of transit and I was actually speaking, talking to Sergio. Yeah, because everything you probably own, not everything, but probably like 80% of the things you have in your house pass through my country, which Mm -hmm. is kind of crazy to think about because everything goes through the Panama Canal basically if it's imported. Mm. And then, um, but that's the thing, good and bad go through my country mm-hmm. because there are a lot of trafficking for humans mm-hmm. a lot of drugs and stuff like yeah, that yeah you were telling me people get stuck on y'all's border yeah when they're trying to pass the drugs like through yeah. they get stuck there because there's different laws in different countries right. yeah well not only the drugs but for example there is a lot of people coming from somalia mm. cuba and even from like venezuela uh, they go through like walking all the way from, I just met actually a lift guy here mm-hmm. who made it all the way from Ecuador, mm-hmm. basically walking through like all the way here. And it right. took him months. And he went through my country and he had to walk through a jungle because there is a street, I mean, a highway, I guess, that goes pretty much from one side of the continent to the other, but mm-hmm. it stops in Panama because we have a jungle right uh, between Colombia and Panama. Mm-hmm. And so to cross that, you have to take like boats or walk or like, it's insane. Like it's really hard. A bunch of people die, but a bunch of people make it through. And so, but the point was that when they got to Costa Rica, Costa Rica closed their borders. Mm -hmm. And so they were stuck in Panama about like, I don't know, more than 20 immigrants, like 30, 40. And Nicaragua also closed their borders because the traffic was so like huge and the government had to pay a flight for the immigrants to take them to Mexico so that they could continue their journey. Wow. Isn't because that they were stuck for months. Yeah. And we don't ever hear that. Yeah, we don't. That's why I was like, tell me everything because we're <laughs> so ignorant to that because we just hear, I mean, and more lately we've kind of started to highlight Central American voices more, but mm-hmm. not really. Um, and so 
like anytime she was talking about any of this i was like whoa but yeah we tend to absorb other cultures in other countries for mm -hmm. example now it's like a panamanian tradition to eat chinese on sundays morning like you break like chinese breakfast on sunday and that's like so panamanian but it's not <gasps> it's so funny tell me more that's so <laughs> <laughs> i want to know more of those things And, well, we have uh, now a lot of people from Venezuela and Colombia. Mm -hmm. And so the arepas, mm, that's arepas. like our thing. Before we used to like party or whatever and we get like hamburgers or hot uh -huh. dogs. Now it's like arepas, please. How mm. funny. <laughs> like tacos. Yeah, we kind of tend to absorb everything. It's just So y'all are very influenced by all the countries surrounding you. Yeah, mostly South America and then United States because mm -hmm. of all the time they were there. And oh, oh you were talking before. We're so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking before about um, the white thing. Mm -hmm. I I was just thinking how it changed in the last few years in Panama, mm -hmm. because before, yeah, it used to be like black and brown people used to do the lowest jobs, mm -hmm. but because of the migration, we have like huge migration from Venezuela, especially. Mm -hmm. um, we have seen like people, you know, working in the light, selling sodas and stuff like that, and they are like white, green mm -hmm. eyes like selling things in their life and that's just happened more recently yeah in the last few that's years because of the crisis in venezuela so i feel like wow yeah. that makes a lot of sense because they're yeah. an economic crisis yeah, yeah before you wouldn't see a lot of white people on the bus right now it's like a bunch of mix and accents everywhere and it's very like yeah it's just very yeah. mixed right now very fascinating <laughs> we interestingly enough are dealing with a bunch of the same problems you guys have like mm -hmm. um we also have people wanting to build a wall it's not it doesn't oh. only happen here yeah, you love <laughs> that. yeah so yeah we're dealing with that too and we're actually very afraid of mm -hmm. somebody like you know your current president taking right. advantage of that anger that mm -hmm. the you know people are feeling and right. i was just but we're such a big influence in that way as like that's why it's, definitely it is so critical whoever we have in office and this and that because we influence the whole world because yes. that's what we did by colonizing everybody and creating this evil empire basically to me <laughs> is that we've we've done this so everybody we feel like everybody has to pay respect to us when we've really just been invading and, and worsening a lot of these countries and a lot of these places. And then they follow our lead because we're the top dog. Essentially. It's a double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. For example, right now we don't have gay marriage alone mm. in Panama. So we're a lot of people like me were like pushing I'm an ally. Mm. So I'm always like going to the pride and mm -hmm. I hang out with my friends and we always discuss these topics. And I talk to my family, for example, with my grandma and have these talks. Mm -hmm. And because older generations, obviously, they only have care a hard about like, time. Yeah, yeah, they have a hard time with that. But then we have like, oh, but the United States already have gay marriage, mm -hmm. you know, so we take the good and the bad, I guess. Right. But yeah, you are definitely a huge influence in the rest of the world. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> Was there anything else you want to tell us about Panama or about yourself or what you hope to do with your career as we're wrapping up? Well, um, just to say, oh, not everything is bad about Panama. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it actually, it's funny because we don't tend to migrate a lot. Mm -hmm. You will, you wouldn't meet a lot of Panamanians here, probably New York. Yes, and New York is the Panamanians I know. <laughs> yeah, but um, not many even. It's right. so because we tend to stay because it's cozy. I mean, a lot of people go save their entire life to go retire in Panama. Mm. So we have it nice. It's all right. You can party. You have uh -huh. the city. You have the jungle. You have beaches. Mm -hmm. Like you. 
got a little bit of everything within a, what it takes like eight hours to go from one side of the country to the other horizontally because verti like <laughs> sorry but it's so small that mm -hmm. you can be like in the pacific ocean now and by i don't know what time it is but in an hour you can be facing the caribbean so interesting texas does not know anything about that so it's really nice yeah. <laughs> eight hours will get us like still in texas still in texas yeah. <laughs> true um all but, right and about your career what are your hopes and dreams tell well, us i hope to grow my social media business and i hope that i get to impact more the community um with the different projects that we have in mind one including actually sergio that, sergio <laughs> that sergio. i'm hoping to that he can visit me in panama soon Yay. so that's really exciting and i just really hope to be the change i want to see in the world Aww. as cliche as that sounds <laughs> it's still true as cliche <laughs> as it is yay i'm sure you're gonna make it happen you um you definitely have you have it thank you, have you. The it. and thank you for inviting me of this, course this is really cool. of course of course Sergio, yeah. do you want to say anything before we wrap up i'm gonna miss betsy i think this is i've also learned a lot um and i can't wait for the next time that you know I see you again in Panama, hopefully. Yay. Yay. Yes. How was it? Retweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you hang out with Eva too much. Jesus. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Betsy and Sergio, for being thank with you. us on The Colores Radio. The Colores. <laughs> Bra. Bra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're listening to The Colores Radio. So I want to throw down the gauntlet to Rafa because, oh, oh yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. So back at Latino, uh, Latino Texas Pride, uh -huh. we rode the mechanical bull. They did. Right. Yes. Together. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that was and even though Rafa had a longer time than I did. I did. You I, did. I longer time. Yes. So. But it was a two-handed mechanical bull ride as opposed to me with a single hand. I even switched hands in the middle. <laughs> with his little thotty shorts. With my little thought them. shorts, yes, of course. So I think like we need to do it one more time, single-handed, you and me, Rafa, so you can go the longest. You know what? I'm down. Yeah. Because if you had specified before... I rode. I think it was the, already known. I mean, like you should have known. You saw me do it first. I went before you. It was pretty funny to see. It was, I was. I was kind of. I was, and and that was my first time. It was my first time too. Was it? Yeah. It was. He oh, didn't man. act like it though. No. This I've been riding for. Decades. You know, I've been riding them bulls for a long time. Uh -huh. oh. All the bulls. Hey. <laughs> I'm down. Yeah. I am down. And Where are we gonna find a bull? There's bulls. All, there's mechanical bulls all over. All We're, over. In Dallas, yeah. I feel like they're in Funky Town. Should we go to a ranchito down the street or something like that? Uh, yeah, they probably rent one out. out. Not the little yeah. ones that Let's you put the quarter in. Let's rent ourselves here. <laughs> Not the little one you put the quarter really? in. Really? No. Machine. <laughs> Get my elote on the side. No <laughs> Ooh, no hands. No hands. No, impossible. No, you will literally impossible. die. Yeah. Jesus. No. I've got strong thighs. You do. That was what was doing it for him. If yeah. you watch the video, Bruh, yeah, his thighs like, are like shaking. I yeah. thought he was going to choke that mechanical. <laughs> I was like, bruh. Oh my God. I was squeezing so tight, I almost made it poop. Stop. Yeah. You did make it poop. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Okay. Down. So down. You I'm and down. me. I am down. It's and I'm going win. down. Who nah. wants to go? Watch. Look you at these fools ride. Boom. I need you. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sergio, Thank for your you. gauntlet challenge. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> we are now on Rafa's favorite segment. 
Self-care quarter. Um, I y'all lucky because I really be going to therapy and then I just tell y'all what the bitch says. So, uh, kind of, not really, but kind of. Um, so that and I by bitch I mean she's my homegirl. I love her. I saw her at IKEA and we hugged. Did we hug? I don't remember. Anyways, I'm so sorry. Um, my self-care corner for this week is to recognize your vibration and what you attract. What does that mean to you, Rafa? Recognize your vibration and what you attract. Mm -hmm. Like really understand why you feel shitty sometimes. <laughs> kind of. Um, more so like what you radiate. It's like the Beach Boys vibration. I'm feeling a good vibration. She's giving Tell me, me this the isn't good happening vibe. right now on Decolores Radio. Ooh, whop, whop. You know, I used to love 98.7 and Beach Boys. Shout out, we did. Um, I So uh, just really quickly on your self-care corner. Yes. Um, I got into another car accident. So yay. When you say recognize your vibration and what you attract. Um, I'm tired of getting into car accidents. I'm very sad right now because I didn't even realize that. Yeah. But is that what I thought you were trying to take shots at me? Like I key, would never do like, that. I'm not evil. We will talk about this later because now I'm all concerned. It's not a big deal. She ran a red light and it's her fault. And she was an Uber driver and the passenger was like, I screamed at her that the light was red. So I'll totally like back your story because it was her fault. I never heard of Uber Java. Have you seen that? Have you seen that video? No. Okay, thank vine? you, Pat. Oh, yes, Is it's a vine. vine? Oh, okay. I never heard of Java. <laughs> I'll show you. It's so good. Anyways, I'm sorry that happened to you. That sucks. And car wrecks are the worst. And literally, one of my biggest fears. Um, I think I'm gonna die in a car wreck. Honestly, same. And that's probably yeah. why it's one of my biggest fears. But it's not gonna happen because we're not gonna die. Immortality. True. There's there's no reason that with modern science we can't live to. And be... honestly, this podcast you'll just keep my spirit alive forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> to listen to me say bench every twenty minutes. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to self care corner. Wow. Um. Basically, the reason I'm not gonna tell y'all why she was telling me this because then y'all gonna know too much about me. But she was essentially saying like, if you know this thing brings you angst. Like, recognize that and do something else. And I was like, huh? Like, very simple concept. I like how she's very, very simple with me. Still very logical. And so, basically saying, like, what you're doing and what it attracts. Like, what energy you put into it and what you're creating. Because if you keep <clears throat> having angst towards this topic that you're losing sleep over then that's what it's going to keep attracting is that negative energy. Mm. And I was like, like, obviously that made sense, but I never considered that for that specific topic. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm really personally going to work on what my vibration is and means, period. Because obviously everybody's like, good vibes, bro, Blah, whatever. Like, oh, good vibes only. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, what does that actually mean right. as an individual? What are you putting out there? What energy are you um like giving to people and and also giving to yourself mm -hmm. and then also what you're attracting because if you're putting out good energy they say good energy comes mm -hmm. but it's obviously hard to do that all the time because we're human so mm -hmm. 
Um, recognize your vibration and what you attract. I'm going to work on that in all aspects of my life, not just my social aspect, because I feel like that's where we think of vibrations. Word. How do you feel about that now? Um, so I vow to stop driving. Oh, my God. This, I'm riding my bike only. Thank you, LimeWire Bikes. <laughs> what are they called? LimeWire. Lime I call them LimeWire. Lime it reminds bike. me of the old yeah. website. Shout out, Soldier Boy. Um, anyways, that is my self-care corner for the week. So maybe mm. y'all will interpret that all differently. But that's what it meant to me. And I'm going to work on it. So for our upcoming De Colores events, we wanted to briefly recap Texas Latino Pride. I think you just heard a snippet of a challenge from our friend Sergio. Right. Because him and Rafa had a bull ride challenge. Bull off. Bull ride off. Bull ride off. Ride off. Ride off. Tax write offs. Um, nope. Okay. Um, basically, I, I really love Texas Latino Pride. I, I, I hadn't been before, um, but it was, to me, such a beautiful welcoming fun environment like it was so chill and it just felt good yeah what did you think it was a lot of fun um i every single person that i encountered with the exception of one person Uh um and i'll go into that Ooh, interesting Um, was they were really cool really fun like you know it was just it was a, a nice environment so it's nice to go out um and you're expecting like bad weather, but it mm-hmm. was it was like it was perfect. perfect. It didn't rain till the very end, and even then, it, it was, was almost like cool. yeah, it was like cinematic in a sense. Yeah, but it was a really cool like that to me was like good vibes because mm-hmm. everybody was you know having a good time, chilling, and and you could tell by the different personalities that you talked to like the kind of fun that they were about. But it was mm-hmm. all like it was all dope, like it was all really cool. And mm-hmm. for that one person. Um, who was a Philadelphia Eagles fan? Oh my God, those! That's and what you're talking about. Yes. I was like, who was bad? He was, he was selling Philly cheesesteaks, but he helped he you was with so the tent. sweet. He was such a he beautiful was person. Very helpful. The Philly cheesesteaks were good. He also gave me some ice cream. And he was so I sweet. I shouted him out on stage, and he helped us break down. Um. He he was really cool, but he was still a Philadelphia. Oh my god! But he was like from Philly, though. He had yeah. valid reason, but he was still. A I'm fan. not. Hey, I'm just saying. Rafa is a fool. He was beautiful. He helped us set up and take down the tent. He did, and he gave you a free ice cream. He did, and so he was beautiful. Everybody, I I think the biggest takeaway takeaway for me takeaway takeaway for me. <laughs> was just how much love these people truly are. This community is full of so much fucking love. Mm. And they all, I don't know about for you, but they just all wanted to come tell me their story. And I adored that. And I felt like sad because I was like, I wish I could just record every single person because they all had some deep ass background or some deep stories. Some of them told me when they came out, how they came out, who they married, um, partners they lost everybody was telling me these stories and i was like holy shit we have so much work to do to uplift these people uplift these voices and really be for them because they're excited because i'm wearing a mexican shirt yeah or they're excited because so-and-so was in selena and -and so-and-so was rafa if you didn't know um but really (laughs) it uh, just the quick connection right that 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 beautiful connection that 
even our like mostly hetero asses are able to provide in this space that we were very honored to be in because I wanted to make it a point for us to not center ourselves at all. And so just meeting all these beautiful ass people and people literally like thanking me for just being there and for just having a good time with them. I loved it. Yeah, it was super fun, super dope, really cool. I, everything about it was amazing. Yeah, um, it was a good time. Shout out so, to Juan. Yeah, for real. And the whole team. Y'all, the y'all whole did team. it. We'll be back whether you want us or not. We're going to be there, okay? We'll be there. Everybody was great. <laughs> Everybody was fun. Tatiana Hazel, Pat's who you got, yeah. was there. DJ Chava. Um, closed out. Shout out DJ Chava. Closed out the show, and that's when the rain came down, and it was like, let the rain fall down. It was kind of beautiful. Like we were all under a tent, but we saw her from far away. Yeah, it was really cool. And the rain was coming down like a special effect, like our budget had that, but it didn't. And so it was just really, it was really beautiful and cool. And I'm so glad it exists and I can't wait to see what happens next year. So shout out to Texas Latino Pride. Thank you for having us there. Um, We are going to Tropicalia. And so I'm not going to like rep them because obviously the sponsorship situation is trash and all that water stuff makes me feel weird and uneasy but i am excited to go um with my fellow de cocos de colores how do y'all feel i always ask how y'all feel i need y'all to just jump in a little bit i'm literally gonna be like that tweet that i told you where i showed you where it's like how did she survive at this festival off of the chicken tender that she ate this morning and like is festing still (laughs) for the two days because that's gonna be me but that's also because i'm used to going to festivals and like just having my little snacks and like making it through the whole day and like staying but at my you'll stages make, you'll make a lot of friendstivals wow. i do make a lot of friendstivals <laughs> at the festivals Rafa, will you eat actual food with me what do you mean because pat's making it sound like she's gonna have a carrot for the whole day no it's because like i don't know food gets expensive at festivals and you also don't want to sp- give them money because of everything happening so but that's like direct the most yes. amount of money you could have i know but right I'm but saying... the sponsorship is also sponsorship so that means they just want to sell oh, wait, their they products have free tacos, and don't this they? and that uh, i think this was the tacos are free that's what they did <gasps> well, last year the they better have them i'll be in the because i remember lounge, yeah so. big baller brand whole Julie, food <laughs> come on Julie VIP, last year went and she said the lines are kind of crazy for the tacos but the tacos are free that's cool well, I hope it's that again because my bitch ass is already hungry for November. 2nd. So I'll be um like on <laughs> insecure <laughs> trying to hold it down for our spot. In this. Who's bringing the Molly? <laughs> Just don't get tased. I won't get tased. Oh no, I would definitely be that character, but I won't get tased. Um, all right, so that's happening. If we have listeners in Cali or anybody else going, please hit us up. I. I am excited to meet internet friends and people because it's so weird but fun. <laughs> it always internet is like meetups. <laughs> yes, it really is a thing nowadays. Um, and then finally, a lot of people have been asking me about this. I don't have the dates, but we will have a live show before this year ends. Boom! Another one. Another one. Another one. Don't be like DJ Khaled though. You oh, know what I'm talking about. For real. But oops. Ooh. Okay. Anybody else? All right. Our brown business of the week. I'm handing it over to my favorite patty in the whole world, and I really like patty melts. You Progress. don't like peppermint patty? Progress, or? Pat. Progress, Pat. Vote 2020. Oh, my gosh. Please don't make me run for any form of candidacy. Ooh, that's a good word, candidacy, Patrick. I mean, already, I'm sorry. Delete started. that. Pat, go. Um, So I've 
I've been getting a lot of compliments on these earrings and I just wanted to shout them out because every time I've worn them, people are like, oh my God, where is this from? Babe Comets. My little pom-pom earrings that everybody loves. Oh yeah, they're super cute with the hoop. Yes, I, I have like the those. hoop ones with the pom-pom and then I have my big like red pom-pom ones that I wore to Latino Pride that people were like, oh my God, I love your look. I have no idea what you're talking about. Earrings, my pom-pom earrings. So she is Afro-Latina based in Brooklyn, fuzzy. New York because um, there's no other Brooklyn. But yeah. Brooklyn. Where's Brooklyn at? I don't know. We'll look it up on my map. Where's Brooklyn at? But yeah, Where's she's Brooklyn really at? cool. She's Afro-Latina. She's Salvadoran and, and Dominican. Um, shout out, shout out. And she's just been hustling out here making her own jewelry, and it's really cute. Um, I highly Are they good earrings? I mean, I think they've been pretty solid. I haven't had any pieces I don't mean of to it. sound shady, but like some of this stuff I'd be buying be falling apart. I haven't had any issues no, with it yet. No, they look good. I really I've worn like them. them. I've worn them several times. I don't see any like little fuzzies. The Give me a pop. day with them and I'm going to rock out and then see. I mean, yeah, I'll let you wear a pair. See what you think. Thank you so much. But yeah, they're super cute. Check them out. Support Where do we them. find her? You can find her at Babe Comets on Instagram. And I think that's the same name for her website. Let me check to verify. She will tell us later if it takes too long. But yeah, it is babecomments.com. <laughs> yeah, go find her there. And that is our brown business of the week. Babe comments. Comets. Comets, like a star. Oh, yeah, because every pair of earrings is named like a like a space thing. So like the ones Ooh, that have our Jupiter. That's all up your alley, girl. Yeah, you know Babe it. Babe comments, followed by Pat.Aragin. Yep. Oh, cool. All right. Thank you for our brown business of the week. Com- what is it? Babe comments. <laughs> all right, let's try that again. Okay. Thank you for our brown business of the week. Babe comets now it is time for uh-oh my computer just died okay just kidding everything is that dying. a new segment uh-oh my computer just died it's actually what do i do for 24 hours like at&t Damn um burn. who you got with the coco go patty go patty it's me again she did it's a little head again. dance that was cute <laughs> they can't see that i know but, i liked it but i did it uh so my who you got for this episode is going to be clubs they released a new album called Desteos. I know R- Rixi and I have been talking about it a lot. He shouted it out with Song Mess and Radio Manea talked about the n- album recently. They're from Monterrey. It's very dancey, um, pop synthy music that I obviously will love because y'all know if y'all know me now, y'all know I like the synth and the pop. Um, but they'll be playing at Cheer Up Charlie's in Austin because they're not playing in Dallas. So I'll be. Making my way down there, so if making any of my you way downtown, <laughs> I guess technically it's sort of downtown, not really. But yes, I'll be at Cheer wow, Up Charlie's. Do you know, do you know Austin? Well, cheer Vanessa up Charlie's. Carlton did that November seventeenth. I think you should cheer up Charlie's. Cheer up Charlie. You sound sad as fuck. That's you how they sing that. it on the Willy Wonka movie. Oh, uh, the OG one, Gene Wilder, rest in peace. Aww. Pour some out. <laughs> but yeah, so Kloobs <laughs> so is my recommendation. And then Exploded View is also pretty cool. I'm going to see them Friday at the Nasher. Fizzy Lifting Juice. And they're from fizzy lifting based in Mexico water? City. Ooh. Fizzy Lifting Drink. Are you going to drink some Fizzy Lifting Drink? Maybe. I think you lost me. What am I not catching there? It's from Willy Wonka, right? Fizzy Lifting Drink. Is that what it was called? I don't remember what it was called. I used to watch it, but I don't think it was called that. I used to really fuck with that movie on fizzy VHS. Fizzy Lifting Drink. Am I... I'm not crazy. You're crazy. I'm a blueberry. No, she, she doesn't have herpes. <gasps> we haven't <laughs> said that in so long. We have, but you cut me off. 
Rest in peace, uh, Contagion. I watched it when the Falcon. <laughs> Shut up! Because that's the only thing he has downloaded on his iCloud. <laughs> it was probably a bat that made the uh, computer. I mean, the so power go out. Fizzy lifting drink. Oh, sorry. I guess I was a child. Oh, that makes them burp. Stressed. They had to burp Wonka to go down at the Wonkapedia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Uh, why is that so funny? Wonkapedia, that's what it was called? Wonkapedia. Is that fan- the book version or the it's movie like version? It's like one of those like it's like a, it's like a Wikipedia but, but all about dedicated. Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh, like they have the Muppet one. Like they have the Star yeah. Wars one. Okay, that makes sense. MCU. Wow, universe. this took a sharp turn. Sorry. Um so Rafa, yeah. what is who is your who you got? Thank you, Pat. Uh my who you got local local legends Los Spookies. <laughs> Not the Bookies. <laughs> Not the this is a sing, this is a bookies cover band that oh. me and Rafa are yeah. going to create with Yo. Halloween like Halloween themed bookie. Y'all are all different songs. monsters like yeah. Michael Myers, Jason, I'll be the Michael Myers, obviously, Freddy Krueger, but Latino at the same time. Marco Antonio Ghost Lease. Yep, and you can be <laughs> Chucky. <gasps> Chucky. Uh, that was Chucky. like the ultimate Mexican mom. Oh, I mean, I got a Chucky for Christmas and I was terrified. A Chucky. Chucky. Chucky's with pets. Chucky's, I think, a nickname of a family member Chucky. somewhere. Chucky from Chucky. the uh, the national Mexican team. Oh, that's who I'm thinking of, probably. Yeah, he's, he's Chucky. part of that's El Chucky. El Chucky. He's part of the family now. <laughs> well, all right. I love how we stay on track so Okay, well. so Los so Spookies. It's not Los Spookies, yeah. It's actually the nickname Pat gave them, but she showed me the video for Scary Harry, the Bralettes uh, song. And so... Local band. Yeah. Yay. So shout From out Oak to Cliff. the Bralettes. Oak Cliff. Oh, cool. The video is pretty cool. It's a nice little video, but the song has stayed in my head since Pat showed it to me. So That's your who you got. That's my who you got. I've been listening to the same shit I always listen to. Which I was is? on the, you know, just uh, push a T. <gasps> <laughs> and Are the you lo-fi, mad? The lo-fi station. Um, ah, I forgot the person's name. Christina. Uh, Christina shouted us out for listening to Chilled Cows Station. Mm-hmm. Another lo-fi, lo-fi channel. Yeah, and so I've been listening to that. It's actually pretty dope. Shout out. Thanks for the recommendation. Thanks for the rec. And my got is... Someone, Contagion. Ew! How dare you insult me? I have standards. That was a good film. It was mediocre it. as hell. Um, my a mediocre. That sounds like a bad Shrek joke. Okay, I love Shrek, so I'm down with it. I'm a Shrek stan. I think I'm not as crazy as some of the people out there, but like I really like Shrek. Anyways, um, wow. He's a mediocre. Mediocre film. <laughs> Ew! That sounds like something Shrek on a porno. Is, that's Please probably his stop. porn. Mediocre. He's mm. meaty. You like the meat donkey? <laughs> Ew! Okay, I'm sorry. In the morning, In the morning I'm yeah. making waffles. Donkey. Blue donkey. waffles. Oh, my. Gross. G- <laughs> Somebody asked you if that was real at the library. <laughs> I'm yelling into the mic, girl. <laughs> Hold like my someone lap. came up and was like, "Yo, is a blue waffle real?" Yeah, because we always, get, <laughs> we always get weird questions. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about this one? This is good. This is the content <laughs> I want. Some, because I'm like the it was hell, an older person. And because our floor is like the health. Pat, like. hold on, just finish it. If not, you're gonna make me please, choke. Please tell us. <laughs> Ben in the morning, I'm making blue waffles. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Wow. If anybody wants a Shrek porn, we clearly have the ideas here. So <laughs> Somebody 
came up to the desk and was like, I need a description. Older, younger, um, medium, rare. He was probably like in his 30s or 40s. Okay. Um, One of our regular patrons. No, because our floors are like science and like health and all that nonfiction stuff. He was like, hey, can you help me look up some med- like medical, like like STD? He's like, I don't know if this is real or not. Somebody asked. Stop! Who told, told him this on the street? And so uh. he told me blue waffles, and I had to like stop <laughs> from laughing. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing now. Fat blue waffles. That's, That's really <laughs> struggling, y'all. She ain't even making she a sound. <laughs> it's because but I, did you I help him? Were you like, nah, bro? No, blue I waffles from the internet. I literally googled it for him and showed him that it wasn't real. And you were like, um, I, I believe the blue waffle is false information. Yeah, Thank I told you. him, I was like, it's not real. And he was like, it's not. This person lied to me. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> they lied to him. Someone yeah. he trusted told him about a blue waffle. <laughs> yes, and I told him it was real. <laughs> You're so good. That's so sweet. But that's like. That's like Honestly, it makes sense. People have been talking about blue waffles for. I think I've heard it like when I was in high school. I heard it when I was in. That's when it first came out. I think when I was in high school. Did you uh, hear it in high school? Is the blue no, waffle like no, a legend? No, it wasn't. When it was did you hear about the blue it, waffle? It was in high school. I might have heard about it like in my early twenties. Yeah, it was when I was in high school. I'm tired of talking about blue waffles. <laughs> okay, sorry. sorry. Right. Well, my who you got? Uh... <laughs> DJ Blue Waffles. <laughs> Stop! Y'all are making me hurt these people's ears with my screams. Teach you. I've just been waffles. crying for the past ten minutes. All right. Well, that um, I thought the other things were sharp turns, but that was a full fucking wow. Okay. Um, my who you got is in a very different um, um <laughs> manner. No name. I love No Name. I think I was, I think I made her my Who You Got Before. I should have because she's one of my favorites. Um, Room 25, her latest album came out. She's an independent black artist. She flows. She's amazing. I love her. She's cute. She's great. I just really appreciate her growth as an artist. Everything she puts out, I love. Her sound is just fantastic. And I um, believe she's actually changing her album cover because the artist of her original album cover was just outed as an abuser i believe um i don't remember his name but he was pretty big in the art world and so she's going to change her album cover which i find to be very telling of the artist and what they stand for so i think that's really um noble um but listen to room 25 if you don't want to listen to that listen to her first album telephone that was also i think i got that right jesus i hope i didn't mess it up am i i think i'm good okay i'm not trusting myself um she's a really great 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 artist and i fucking love her and she's very chill so if you just want some like chill hip-hop um she's your girl so check out no name and that is our who you got i'm so sorry that took every turn possible and we're probably gonna get tweets and messages about that part and pat is known for being like the cochina of the colores um pat even Le- though you're like not that cochina but everything you talk about is kind of cochina pat yeah. la cochina slash library bay okay you gave yourself the title and we will run well, the library base cyc i know but la cochina you just owned it and like put it on your back <laughs> you said it so i thought it was funny that's fine we'll run with it it's not bad to be a cochina own your cochina-ness 
All Go right. Chinekis. All right. That wraps it up. I just licked the microphone with my tongue. No, you didn't. It was not cool. Um, that wraps it up for us here at The Colores Radio. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. Like, go in there and write it up. Leave the stars and write a little review in there. It helps us. It 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 um elevates our mood. I think Rafa was reading some of the reviews the other day. And he was like, oh, my God. And I was like, I know. Um, did you have any other feelings about Wasn't it? Was he crying in the club? Yeah, he was. Pretty much, yeah. Those <laughs> were amazing. Like, those... I'm not saying that I have lows, but I have lows. Girl, I- we got lows. <laughs> I got hella lows. I got but lows. But if I've learned anything from that meme is that you get farther along with highs and lows. Aww, um, what meme? Uh, but I, 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 I'll just say I was experiencing a lot so it was an overwhelming sense of work that i was going through Mm -hmm. and you were right i read the reviews and i was like this is about as dope a pick me up as possible yeah so a big shout out thank you to every single person that left us reviews thank you to everyone that's ever said anything to us ever to us ever like seriously even if you've been critical of what we do yes we need that we like that i appreciate that so much because at the end of the day you know i feel like i try to do as much work as like my body allows you me to. You do too much, actually. But, uh, it's really dope to every now and again, like really hear, you know, what people think of what we're doing, and you know, help me kind of go back to the lab and find ways to improve or do better. So thank you. Yay! Um, I also meant to say this briefly, but I forgot until someone just mentioned it on our um, Instagram story. Is that the man who owns? El Phoenix Snuffers, Meso Maya, Village Burger Bar, and Taqueria La Ventana in Dallas, Texas, is a big contributor to the one and only Donald Trump. Cheeto Puff. No, Cheeto Puffs are delicious. Do not ashamed them. <laughs> so Orange. I just want to remind y'all that where we put our money is very fucking important. And this owner, Mike Carnes... Uh, CEO of Firebird Restaurant Group donates money to Trump. He owns all these fucking Mexican restaurants, of course. And their tacos are fucking good, so I'm a little bit sad because they have great marks also. But let's just go to Taco Cabana. Nah, let's just go to like LCI. Let's let's support these ones that are owned and ran by us because these people aren't out here for us. They will take our money gladly. They will take our workers gladly. They will do True. it all and exploit the fuck out of us. So Mike Khan, suck my ass. And um, <laughs> let's let's put our money where our mouth is, y'all. Um, and I am guilty of this, right? Because I also still have Amazon Prime. Shit. Um, but, but he he started giving. No, know, it's still trash because he took away their benefits. He yep. did. He he raised them to fifteen dollars and took away their benefits. Wow. So fuck what's his face to Bezos. Everybody's trash. So let's start and run our own shit and keep supporting each other. Like this podcast. If you want us to make income and travel the world like we'd like to do, you can help us by writing a review. Hello. Um, you can grow with us and let everybody know and share our podcast and give us your feedback and all of that. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone you love to follow us at The Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin. I thrive on Twitter.com. Um, 
I really do. Like, I fucking love Twitter. Like, for real. Yeah, I know. Okay, um, you don't have to attack <laughs> me right now. Uh, Rafa, at Exile, he's mediocre on Twitter. At best. I feel like you post most on Facebook. No. No? I feel like I've tweeted more than I've faced. El face? What el face? I've also... Well, and you don't Instagram, but like every, every two years... I need to. I said at the beginning of the year. You've that done I was better be than social. you did last year, though. Yeah, I'll go. I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. You don't have to if you don't want to. Anyways, Pat at Pat dot full of blue waffles on Instagram. Arthur, <laughs> just kidding. What? It's a joke. It was a joke. I was like, I thought you meant like that was an account. <clears throat> that's your new name on Instagram. No. Pat dot blue waffles. Um, I'm so sorry. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Our audio editor is um, my homie, Rafael Tamayo. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. We hope to see you all soon at our upcoming events. Contact us on social media or email us at thecoloriscollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for The Colores Radio. Yo, De Colores Radio. De Colores Radio. De Colores Radio.